Hey, it's Alan, and I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to the ongoing history of new music early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, before we start the show today, I want to tell you about something brand new we're launching with our friends at Apple Podcasts called The Ongoing History of New Music Unlimited. For $3.49 a month, $3.49, which is less than the price of your morning coffee, you can now get access to the full archive of our shows ad-free. Plus, you'll get brand new episodes two days early and special bonus episodes. It's Ongoing History Unlimited, and it's available right now only on Apple Podcasts. Whether we want to admit it or not, each of us is the product of our parents. We are like mom and or dad, and that may manifest itself in different ways. Maybe one of them was a great cook, and that's led to a lifelong love of food. Maybe they introduced you to travel, and now you spend all your extra money on airfare. Or maybe one of them had some kind of craft that you gravitated towards. You know, carpentry, knitting, gardening, something like that. And chances are that if you have musical parents, you're going to end up musical too, at least to some extent. It's again that combination of nature and nurture. Now imagine that your mom or dad is a famous musician. Cool people are always dropping in. There were tours and time spent in the studio and parties and industry events. For anyone else, that would be mind-blowing, but for you... It's just how life is. And because that's how your life is, you just kind of fall into the lifestyle. You learn to play and write and perform. And because your parents have connections and relationships, you might have an inside line on establishing a career. Others without famous parents will cry foul, but that's just the way it is. You're a member of the Lucky Sperm Club. Some of these sons and daughters have actually done very well for themselves. Sean and Julian Lennon, son of John. Four out of the five of Frank Zappa's kids have had musical careers. R&B singer Stella Santana is the daughter of Carlos. Nora Jones is the daughter of Rabbi Shankar, the Beatles' favorite sitar player. And more recently, we have Wolfgang Van Halen, son of Eddie. Here's one you may have missed. Red Foo of LMAFO. He's the one with the afro and the big glasses. He's the son of Barry Gordy, the founder of Motown. You think he was able to parlay dad's contacts into something? And here's one I missed for years. Gary Lewis and the Playboys was a big 60s pop group. Gary is the son of Jerry Lewis, the comedian. I had no idea until just recently. What other parent-children connections are there out there? Let's have a look. This is another edition of Musical Offspring. This is the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. 
Welcome again. I'm Alan Cross, and I'll tell you this. One of the more popular programs from the past couple of years, at least in terms of the feedback I got, was on musical offspring. A look at the sons and daughters of famous rock stars. As soon as that program was released, I started getting email. People seemed to really like the topic. They also asked, what about so-and-so? And, oh, you forgot this person and that person. So since then, I've been keeping an eye out for these specific sorts of familial connections. And now I have enough for another show on the subject. So let's get right into it. On the first edition of Musical Offspring, I talked about a band called Swimmers, which features Joey Armstrong, son of Billy Joe of Green Day. They've released a series of albums under the name Swimmers and their previous name, which was Emily's Army. There's also Ultra Q, who was named after a Japanese sci-fi series. They're a four-piece led by a guy named Jacob Danger Armstrong. That's Joey's younger brother and Billy Joe's second son. Like dad, Jacob plays guitar. He started releasing music online in 2015 and performing in a band called Mount Eddie, which he formed with a bunch of friends from elementary school. They released one EP before changing their name to Ultra Q. There was a 2019 EP called We're Starting to Get Along and a 2020 EP recorded in COVID lockdown in dad's home studio. That record is called In a Cave in a Video Game. If you think of the strokes when you hear this song called Redwood, can't blame you. Ultra Q featuring Jacob Armstrong, son of Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day. And he's the second son to follow in dad's footsteps. Jay Weinberg wanted to be a drummer like dad. I mean, dad, Max, plays for one of the most famous backing groups of all time, Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. Then he went on to lead the band for Late Night with Cohen O'Brien. And dad has a series of his own recordings and compilations. So yeah, Jay became a drummer too, except that his tastes tended to be a lot harder than what his father was into. But Max had a role in that too. Way back in 2000, Dad took Joey to an OzFest show, an event that included a new band called Slipknot. And after that, Jay was all about metal, and the heavier, the better. And although he started with guitars and bass, that OzFest gig had him thinking about playing the drums. So at age 14, and using Dad's gear, he started to play. And he was mostly self-taught, although Dad helped out a little. By the time he was in his middle teens, Jay was gigging with punk bands like The Used and The Bouncing Souls. That led to a stint in a New Jersey metal band called Chaosis, and then another group called Sadie May. Now keep in mind that he's still in high school at this point. Once he graduated in 2008, he joined a New York punk band called The Reveling. And at about the same time, Dad ran into a scheduling problem with Conan's show and wasn't able to play with the E Street Band. So who did Springsteen call to fill in? Son Jay. Pretty good gig for a teenager, right? From there, Jay had jobs with a hardcore band out of New York called Madball, but he got fired midway through a tour of Canada because it was felt that he wasn't a good fit. That was followed by a stint with Against Me for a while in 2011, which was all fine, but his big break was still coming. In 2013, Jordy Jordison, drummer with Slipknot, left the band. Jay auditioned, and was hired as his replacement, although that was kept a secret from fans for over a year. And since then, he's been roaring across the planet with them. This is from the 2014 album Five, The Grey Chapter, the first Slipknot album to feature Jay Weinberg. This is Goodbye. 
Slipknot, featuring Jay Weinberg on drums. He's the son of Max Weinberg, Bruce Springsteen's longtime drummer in the E Street Band. The last time we did a show like this, we heard something from Inhaler, an Irish indie band fronted by Elijah Hewson, son of Paul Hewson, otherwise known as Bono. But what about the kid next door? This brings us to Eli Evans, son of Dave Evans, otherwise known as The Edge, and the guy who actually physically lives next door to Bono. His mom is Morley Steinberg, best known as the Mysterious Ways dancer that we saw during U2's Zoo TV tour. Levi is The Edge's only son. He has an older sister named Sean and three stepsisters from The Edge's first marriage. For the longest time, Levi stayed away from the spotlight, although he learned guitar and piano from his dad. For a while, he was happy to post his stuff on Instagram. Then he began to release material under the name Muttley, which featured Levi's raps and rhymes. In 2021, though, he rebranded under his own name and with a change in style. This is a standalone single called Back in My Head Again. And before it pulls over, it's like I don't know you. Drenching my coaster, Saturday roster. Just stuck in a petty ways. Thinking of yesterday, like by a tempest look. That's Levi Evans, son of The Edge from U2. Now here's the son of another famous guitarist. His name is Joe Sumner, son of Gordon Sumner, better known as Sting. His mom is Frances Tomalty, an actress from Northern Ireland. Uh, she and Sting were once married, but they divorced in 1984. The thing that got him deep into music wasn't listening to Dad's records. It was hearing Nirvana's Nevermind for the first time. He'd already learned a little guitar and drums, but it was that record that inspired him to start writing songs. His band was a trio called Fiction Plane, who not only released one EP and five albums, but also opened some dates for the Police's reunion tour in 2007. Here's a sample of what they were like. Do you hear any police influence in this? From 2007, that's Fiction Plane featuring singer Joe Sumner, son of Sting. The song is Two Sisters, and that album is Left Side of the Brain. One more note about Joe. He was something of a software entrepreneur for a while. He and a friend founded a company called Viclone, which stitched together multiple fan shot videos into one movie featuring shots from different angles. It was back in 2010. Uh, unfortunately, though, the app was gone by 2016. His current thing is working as the founder of an L.A.-based soccer team called City of Angels FC. More musical offspring coming up, including Next Generation Metallica. This is another program on musical offspring, the sons and daughters of famous musicians who want to be just like dad or mom. Let's talk about Metallica for a second. Drummer Lars Ulrich has a couple of sons, Miles and Lane. Miles is the drummer, and Lane, who's three years younger, sings and plays bass. There is another son, Bryce, a stepbrother to Miles and Lane, but he's not in the band. They call their band Taipei Houston. They first found some notoriety when Dad posted a clip of them doing a hard and heavy version of the Beatles' Eleanor Rigby. And here's a sample of a track called Respecter that sounds halfway between the White Stripes and Royal Blood. So there's Taipei Houston featuring two of Lars Ulrich's sons. 
Then we have the story of Suspect 208. This band had some amazing raw DNA. First, we have Ty Trujillo, son of Robert Trujillo, Metallica's bass player. Then there was London Hudson on drums. Dad is Saul Hudson, but we know him as Slash. And finally, Noah Wyland, son of Scott on vocals. There was a fourth member, Nico Sangaris, but I don't think he had a famous father. There was a single from these guys called Long Awaited. Let's have a listen to that. Very STP, this. Pretty good, right? Unfortunately, Suspect 208 just could not hold it together. A few months after they announced their formation, Noah Wyland was kicked out because, like his dad, apparently, he couldn't be bothered to show up for rehearsals. That did not end well. A new singer was found, but that arrangement did not last, and Suspect 208 broke up. However, London Hudson and Nico Sangaris have a new band, at last word anyway, called Saint Electric, with three other people. And they sound like this. The song is called So Far Away. Saint Electric featuring London Hudson, Slash's boy, on drums. Moving on to something that's a little different. Jeff Tweedy is the singer and guitarist in Wilco, a band that's been a critical darling from the start. His oldest boy is Spencer Tweedy. He's a drummer who started with a preteen rock band called The Blisters before moving on to another group called The Monsters. Spencer and Dad have a group called Tweedy. They released an album in 2014, and since then they have learned to live stream together a lot. And Spencer has two EPs of his own. There's Geezer Love from 2016 and Sleep Is My God from 2019. Now get this. In 2020, HBO released a documentary called Showbiz Kids, where child stars got to tell their stories, warts and all. There's Will Wheaton, Henry Thomas, Todd Bridges, and a dozen others who were interviewed for the film. The soundtrack for this documentary was composed and recorded by Jeff Tweedy, Spencer Tweedy, and brother Sam Tweedy. How's that for a family effort? From that soundtrack, this is At a Distance. Wilco's Jeff Tweedy and his two sons, Spencer and Sam, together from the soundtrack of the HBO documentary Showbiz Kids. All right, a big segue here. One of the people interviewed for that doc was Jada Pinkett Smith. She was in a ton of films and TV shows growing up. She met Will Smith, you know him, on the set of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in 1994. Three years later, they were married and they had a son named Jaden. He's now an actor, a rapper, and songwriter, just like Dad. Two years later, she gave birth to Willow. And as she was being a mom to Jaden and Willow, she was in a metal band called Wicked Wisdom. This was back in 2002. Let's focus on Willow now. She's an actor, having debuted with Dad in the movie I Am Legend back in 2007. At age 10, she released a single called Whip My Hair, which became a top 15 pop hit. 
And that led to a deal with Jay-Z's Rock Nation label and a debut album. There were more singles and two more albums. For her fourth album in 2021, she switched things up a bit into a more pop-punk vein with help from Travis Barker of Blink-182. This is what that collaboration sounded like. The track is called Transparent. Willow, the daughter of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Music obviously runs in that gene pool. More musical offspring in just a second with three examples of father-daughter combinations. This program features another collection of sons and daughters of famous musicians who have, or at least are trying to, have musical careers of their own. This last bunch all have parental connections to the original grunge era. And let's start with Dave Grohl. Dave came from a family that was torn up by divorce. He's also been divorced himself, so he knows how hard that can be on kids. This is why he's so devoted to his children. There was one occasion when the Foo Fighters were on tour in Australia when he learned that he had to be back in Los Angeles for a school event featuring a father-daughter dance. Dad flew all the way back from Perth in time to take his daughter to the dance. That's 15 hours. And then he flew right back to Perth, another 15 hours, and made a Foo Stadium gig with four hours to spare. Oh, and he had terrible food poisoning on the way back, but he says that it was all worth it. He had to be a good dad. Dave has brought his oldest of three daughters, Violet, on stage with him to sing on a number of occasions. And there are a few recordings, too. This is a cover of Nausea, a song by the punk band X. It features Violet, Daddy Dave, Chris Novoselic from Nirvana, producer Dave Kirsten, and Dave Lombardo of Slayer. Violet Grohl and Father Dave, with help from some friends. That's Nausea, a track that appeared on the soundtrack of Dave's documentary on touring called What Drives Us. Since we're in Nirvana territory, we should mention Frances Bean Cobain, daughter of Kurt and Courtney. She's released snippets of music online over the years, and some of those bits have showed great potential, but she hasn't officially released anything, at least so far. Here's one of those snippets from 2019. Let's move to Tony Cornell. She's Chris Cornell's second daughter. Her mom is Vicky. Her older sister, Lillian, is also quite the singer. Both of them have been keeping their father's memory alive by performing his songs both online and live. After Chris died in 2017, Tony went on a mission to educate the public against things like addiction and suicide. She's also part of Chris's foundation that works to help homeless, poor, and neglected children. In 2018, Tony released a duet she sang with her father before he died. This was released just in time for Father's Day that year. She was just 13 when this recording was made. It's been so lonely without you here. I'm like a bird without a song. And nothing can stop these lonely... Tony Cornell with Dad Chris in the background. One more. In 2000... Eddie Vedder married for the second time. In 2004, 
Jill Vetter gave birth to Olivia. A few years later came Harper. So let's start with her. Harper was the first to release some music when Sirius XM launched a channel dedicated to Pearl Jam in 2016. Harper and her dad recorded this cover. She would have been about eight at the time. That's cute. Eddie Vedder's daughter, Harper, is the singer. Olivia Vedder has been working with Dad on music for a while now. In 2021, she appeared on the soundtrack of the movie Flag Day, which is by Dad's buddy, Sean Penn. I think this is a good way to end things. It's a song called My Father's Daughter. I am my father's daughter. Nice stuff, right? Olivia Vetter, daughter of Eddie, with my father's daughter. The more time goes by, the more musical offspring we're going to encounter. That means I'll have to keep tabs on who's got kids and which of them are growing up to be musicians and performers themselves. If you have a suggestion for this ever-growing list, drop me a line through alan at alancross.ca and we will revisit this topic again. Meanwhile, you can catch up on past programs with the Ongoing History of New Music podcast. Hundreds of episodes are available through any platform you care to use. We can meet up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget about my website, which is updated every single day. It's ajournalofmusicalthings.com. And it does come with a free newsletter that you should get. Back with more soon. Technical Productions by Rob Johnston. I'm Alan Cross. You've been listening to the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. Subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere you find your favorite podcasts.